You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Well, we're really into recruiting here. As you know, we're, we're Alabama football recruiting nuts. So it was just actually one of the great Alabama recruiting days in history, in my opinion. This is one of the great Alabama recruiting days in history. We, we of course, are recording this on signing day. You guys will hear it the day after uh, or the morning after we record this. But uh, it just literally was one of the great recruiting days in our football program's history. So that's amazing. And Jimmy, I know this is going to sound stupid. I understand it. But I think there are, uh, there is at least a faction of the fan base that will know where I'm coming from. I almost like recruiting as much as I do the season. Is that is that fair? Do you feel the same? Uh, yes. Uh, to me, it's, uh, it's my favorite. It has always been, always been. I mean, going back to day one, it has always been my favorite aspect of following college football and following our program at Alabama uh, has been the recruiting aspect of it. It is the most fun part of, uh, of the process for me. So in so many ways, I like it more than the games. <laughs> Although, but ultimately, there's just the, the synergy between recruiting and the games. And, and, and I'm fascinated with that as well, because your recruiting success has to show itself on the field or you're not having recruiting success. And, okay. and I wish more, I wish more fans would, would see it that way that recruiting success is, is in the winning. It has nothing to do with recruiting rankings. And I know that sounds crazy, you know, because we're all into the recruiting rankings and who's number one. And are we number one? Did we finish number one again? I actually don't really care. Uh, I, I, I and, and I say that it's easy for me to say it because I'm an Alabama guy. We finish number one every year, but really I don't care so much about that. What I care about is, is our recruiting success leading to wins? And <laughs> there's no question that's true. And based on Saban's track record, the group that we signed today or yesterday, as you listen to this, uh, is going to continue the winning. Yeah. Um, Saying that you don't care about where we end up in recruiting as an Alabama fan is like being married to Sarah Jean Underwood and going, you know, looks just aren't that important to me. (laughs) Of course they're not. Why would it matter? You've got the looks. That's the look. You've got the one with the looks. You don't care. Um, But today was an incredible day. It, It was a day for, look, here's the thing. Nick Saban signing days are tough to be exciting anymore. There's there there really aren't a lot of days where it's oh my god we're all gnawing at our fingernails to see what Julio Jones or Andre Smith is going to do. Those days are they're a little more far and few between by now because the way Nick Saban handles things, especially with the early signing period, is um, I got to get I want to get these guys locked up to worry about the you know the next class and the next class and the next class. And um, so we all thought that. Uh, Signing day was going to be rather mundane. I mean, it was going to be awesome. Don't get me wrong. It was going to be fantastic because we were going to sign the best class. But then it was just going to be sort of, well, you know, it's sort of like no, you're getting all these awesome Christmas presents, but you know what they are. And then when Christmas comes around, you're like, yeah, this this is great. 
but it, there, it's the surprise that's that's missing. And um, I think what Nick Saban said was, you know, hold my little Debbie. I'm going to show you something. And uh, he got three. Well, I guess technically right now, all he did was get uh, Keanu Coat and um, JoJo Early. I don't think Jaden Roberts has pulled the trigger for Alabama as of this recording, right? As of this recording, he is not. And it appears, let's just put it this way. Uh, I don't know this, so I'm not putting this out there like 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 I know this. But I, I saw it referred to on a message board uh, on Twitter. I'll say on Twitter Insider. I, I saw this referred to by two or three different posters, and it uh, made me recall what happened with Damian George a year ago. Uh, Damian George, who is Jaden Roberts' high school teammate, he uh, was a February on February signing day. It's like. Damian George signs with Alabama. Actuality, Damian George had signed on the early period. He just didn't release that fact until February. So I won't be shocked if the same situation has happened with Jaden Roberts because two or three posters on Tider Insider alluded to this. And the reason I sort of believe it, no one from the inside has told me that. But the reason I sort of believe it is because his, his best friend, high school teammate, did the same thing. So I think there's a good chance Jaden Roberts did sign with Alabama today. And we'll find that out officially in February as to why he wanted to do it this way or how Alabama would do it. I, I, I don't know. But that's it what is I weird. believe. That's what I believe. Now, is it is it true? Can I swear to this? Am I breaking news? No, 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 no. I'm just saying this is a rumor. I happen to believe it. It, it is weird, right? Um, yeah. Because uh, why well, do I don't you know why weird. you would do that. Why would, okay, I, mean, anyway. I would have to. I'd have to sit down and think about why you would want to do that. I, I don't know. But uh, I, I do know that uh, Jane Roberts is a good prospect. Um, I sort of expected him uh, months ago to sign with Alabama, and, and I remember being a little surprised that he chose Auburn. First of all, it's not a lot of guys choosing Auburn over Alabama. <laughs> I yeah. know that's not, I, that doesn't happen a lot. And then throw in this catch from Houston, and his best pal plays for, for Alabama. And it's like, that's, this is all kind of weird. Is Why did he choose? And, and, and then the fact that, you know, he dumps Auburn and then Alabama immediately takes him, which which goes to show that Alabama liked Jaden Roberts all along. And uh, it's kind of funny, you know, the, my earliest class projections of what this class would look like a year ago had Jaden Roberts on it. So it's yeah. kind of funny that he does end up with the class as projected but obviously he hasn't been part of our projected class for months because he's been committed to Auburn for quite a while. Let me tell everybody about Coors Light. Jimmy, look, what a day to sit back, relax, and pop open a cold Coors Light after a day like today, a celebratory cold Coors Light. Of course, celebrate responsibly, but celebrate nonetheless. Crack open that beer, sit back, uh, have an XL, uh, just, just – relax, chill out. Coors Light is made to chill. It's brewed right there in Golden, Colorado. You can't get no dang colder unless you're in like Siberia and nobody wants to drink a Siberian beer. So let's go with the one from Golden, Colorado. That's what I say. Get the beer. It's brewed to chill. Relax after this kick-ass signing day we just had and realize that even though you had nothing to do with it, you feel like you did something. I know as an Alabama fan, I feel like I accomplished a lot today, even though technically I feel pretty sure my business lost lots of money. 
I feel like I did something good today because my football team had the number one signing class and maybe some recruit heard this podcast right here, Locked on Bama, and they said, you know, I want to be a part of that kind of family. Well, maybe Jimmy and I did our part some way, somehow. And you know what we do when we do something good or something bad for that matter or just hanging out? We have a cold Coors Light. We don't celebrate irresponsibly. Yeah, we don't celebrate irresponsibly. Yeah, that'd be crazy. With Coors Light, you just don't yeah, want to do that. Do that. It's, it, it's you don't want to, you don't want to waste it. You want to drink it. You want to enjoy it. You want to savor it. That's what you do with a Coors Light, and that's what I'm going to do with a Coors Light here right after this podcast. Okay, Jimmy. Um, I don't even know where to begin. Like I'm, I'm really like a kid in a candy store with this all this recruiting news today. Uh, I want to go back to Jaden Roberts just for a second. For those who don't know, Jaden Roberts, uh, offensive guard, big, strong, powerful-looking kid. Um, and he, I think he's the teammate of Auburn's quarterback, right, Demetrius Davis? That's right. He's a, He is an offensive lineman for Demetrius Davis and was a teammate of Damian George at uh, in high school as well. I think it's Demetrius Davis. That's what all of them have said, all the OBS have said. Oh. Could be. I, I've paid very little attention to his recruitment uh, because mm-hmm. Alabama wasn't involved. I saw right. how highly rated he is. I watched some tape. He's a short kid. He's dynamic, by the way. I'm a fan. Yeah, he I mean, he's he's fun to watch, and uh, I, I say that as a compliment to him and to Auburn fans because uh, we know how we, we know Auburn fans love our podcast. Uh, but I, the kid's dynamic. He he's a fun to watch player that is uh, similar to Bryce. Similar. Well. He better be about dynamic because now they don't have any offensive linemen to block for him. <laughs> they've got Correct. one. They've got one dude. Is I mean, he looks German. I'm not sure if he is German, but he looks almost German or Norwegian or something. Jane Roberts looks like Fluker. They could be he brothers. Fluker. But I anyway, mean, yeah, yeah. He, he just looks like DJ Fluker. Like literally, if you said, "Hey, look, a picture of DJ Fluker when he was 18," I'd believe it. I'm like, "Yeah, that's that's DJ." Well, here's the other side of that. I mean, it's it. Saban had three flips today, and they were all like double flips because you don't just flip a dude from Clemson to Alabama. You flip a dude that you against the team that you play every year that they desperate all of them that were desperately needed by yep. those teams. Alabama flipped two from LSU and one from Auburn, and <clears throat> you know you. It, here's it's probably pretty rare. It last several years under the Gus Malzahn that Auburn committed an offensive lineman that uh, that Alabama wanted. And so for Alabama to say, okay, this one's good, and we're going to take him from you at the last second when you don't have a coach and just sort of watch things crumble is also extra sweet. But then to take a Keanu Coat, and I, I, I've been saying Keanu Cott. It's actually Keanu Coat. I heard several national guys call him that today. Uh, and also to take JoJo Early. I, I, did you watch JoJo Early's announcement, by the way? It was pretty cool. I did not I did not watch the announcement, but I have seen his uh, tape. I mean, his I've, tape I've, I've, I watched awesome. his tape. As well. Yeah, it's, uh, it's so easy to, to think five, nine and a half receiver from Texas, return guy, and he's fast. You're automatically going to think Jalen Waddle because that, that describes mm-hmm. Waddle. And then you watch the tape, and I'm like, dang, he is Waddle. I mean, there's a lot of Waddle there, but 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 it's not fair. I mean, that's why I don't I don't I'm not, I don't want 
this is why I always say this, and, and, and I wish people could follow this lead and do this because it's a lot more fair to the kid. He's not Jalen Waddle, but he's like Waddle. And by that, I mean, in terms of what your expectation it should be in terms of the type of player he is. I, I, I think he's like Waddle. Is he, is he Waddle? Is he as good as Waddle? Well, that's not really fair to the kid. I mean, good Lord. Uh, look how it's not fair to Waddle. Waddle is. So, no, no, it's not fair no, no. No, no, he's just like, if you're like, well, what, you know, Jojo, or, you know, Jojo Earl, what's he like? Well, he's like Waddle. So, you know, and, and of course it's a compliment. And of course it's setting a pretty high bar. But again, say like Waddle, you don't say, oh, he, he's Jayla Waddle. That's, but he's very fast. This kid can freaking run. And, and Christian Leary can run. I love our receiving core is two dudes who can fly. Er, Earl, uh, Jojo and Christian Leary. And then the two long guys yeah. who are going to be great in the red zone, Ja'Cory Brooks and Ajay Hall, uh, who, who are going to be sort of red zone, uh, you know, long possession. If you want you know, but if I, I use that as a compliment by possession guys. I mean, I, I would, you know, who I would call a possession receiver, Amari Cooper, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so, so, you know, I, I love the mix. I, I love how they're not for clones. I mean, they, they all bring something a little different to the table. No, I, I love it. And it, you know, it is very reminiscent of the 2017 wide receiver yes. signing class, which also had four dudes in it. And it had, of course, Judy Ruggs and then Devontae Smith and then uh, Terrell Shavers, who I think f- for the most part, people will forget that he was the fourth Beatle in that signing class because he ultimately transferred. Now, didn't he transfer in again out of Mississippi State? Isn't that right? He did. He did. He's um, playing somewhere else next year. So I, yeah, don't know so, what, I don't know what the deal with that is because we thought Mississippi State was a good situation for him. But, you know, if you if you go three for four in four, signing four receivers and two of them are first-round picks and one of them is arguably the greatest receiver in the history of your university, uh, you've done pretty well. Um, it doesn't mean Terrell Shavers wasn't good. He just wasn't as good as those three, which didn't say – now, these four dudes, uh, and they all bring something special to the table. And I, I'm not sure, Jimmy – correct me if I'm wrong – I'd be willing to bet that if somebody like uh, uh, Brian Thomas wanted to jump on board, we might take him too, right? Yeah, I think there's a question going forward. Assuming we signed Jaden Roberts, and if you're given that Jaden Roberts is going to take a spot, to my not, I don't know this, but I, I think we got one spot. Okay. BOL might be saying we have two, even including Roberts, but I, I don't know about that. I, I think we got one. But maybe it's two. So, and keep in mind that's for transfers too. I'm gonna yeah. go. I, I've I've mentioned it so many times that when I do see it, I'm gonna go nuts when I when I see an Alabama fan say. But if if we sign one more in the in the period, including Roberts and one more, and we're full, the first time on any social media site, the first time I see, hey, let's go get Eric Gilbert. I'm gonna go postal. I'm gonna have to climb a tower. And, 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 you know, I'm gonna bring a slingshot, not a gun, but I'm going to go postal with the slingshot up there because I'm going to be so like, how many times did we scream transfers count as initials? So there won't be room for any transfers, none. We can't take them. There's no room. And you know, this, that's going to bring such an interesting dilemma of, okay, what if a Rick Gilbert wanted to come to Alabama? What if Dax Hill uh, the the safety who spurned Alabama at the last moment to go to to Michigan. Um, what if he wanted to come to Alabama? Uh, assuming he transfers out, I don't even think he's in the transfer portal yet. Um, 
neither is Gilbert for that matter. But uh, what if one of those two wanted to come? Do you take a chance on them with Gilbert, a, a guy who is good? I mean, he is very talented. You know how much I, I loved him last year. But, uh, hey, I just cut my TV on by accident. That's weird. I got to cut that. I was like, who did that? It was like a poltergeist in this mother. But anyway, um, so I had to cut it back off. So um, if uh, Rick Gilbert, I loved him as a prospect, but you know, he did go to Ed Orgeron and say, my body hurts. As, as an 18 year old, you're, as an 18 year old, your body should never hurt. You, you're like, Wolverine. you just, you're made of an adamantium and you're, you're, everything heals immediately when you're 18. That's how it works. So, um, it, does Nick, does he would he be able to thrive in a saving environment? I don't know. And then Dax Hill, for you know, he was a five star. He was a badass in high school, and I wanted him badly. But the first thing Alabama did last year was let Jerry Judy torch his ass for eighty yards on the first play. So right. I, you know, I don't know that uh, it, it's not like either one of those guys is a surefire. Oh yeah, he's he's awesome compared to somebody like. Uh, JT Taliamalu or whatever his name is in in uh, in Washington or uh, a Brian Thomas out of Louisiana. Although I would say now the prospects for Brian Thomas coming to Alabama seem a little bit more thin, right? That's what I would think. And again, it it, com- it kind of comes down to this in terms of how I'm counting the spots. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong by one. If I'm wrong, are you breaking into I'm, a car? I'm breaking out of my own car. I was okay, in my car. It sounds like you were using one of those like jack those things that the cops use when you lock your keys in your car. Oh, <laughs> it's like, are you stealing yeah. a stereo, Jimmy, right now? Yeah. <laughs> it's the perfect alibi. I can tell the cops. No, I was doing my podcast. Check, check, check. <laughs> I was doing the. I was. I was doing the podcast. I, that's my alibi. And then if no, they get, oh, what if, I'm if they catch you is with, it, the stereo, with the spot. I'm saying we have one. If I'm wrong, we have two. So who yeah. do you take? And I'm not saying these kids want to come to Alabama. But who do you take? Do you take Dax Hill, Eric Gilbert, uh, Brian Thomas, or Terry and Arnold, or JT Talamolo? You can only take one. And maybe I'm wrong and you can take two, but you can only take one of those guys. So that's the that's the spot we're in as far as the late period goes. Do you, do you try to find your one remaining guy in the late period? Uh, or do you save it for a transfer? You can only take one of those guys, Gilbert, Dax Hall, Terry and Arnold, Brian Thomas, or even Tiamalu. Um, yeah. You can only, there's only room for one. And, and I already saw some of the talk today of, oh, we'll figure it out. <laughs> What's this <laughs> we shit, by the way? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Nick Saban would love to hear your ideas. What's that the, old We joke? will figure it out. What's now, that old joke? When um when the Lone Ranger and Tonto were surrounded by by Indians who were wanting to kill them, and uh, they all said, you know, you will die. And Lone Ranger said, we're in trouble, Tonto. And he said, what's this we shit, Kimosabi? <laughs> dig that exactly. Uh, so anyway, anyway, that's just that's just what people need to realize about the numbers. And I know we talk about the yeah. numbers a lot here, and people would rather not. But the fact of the matter is, there's not a recruiting staff meeting where the numbers aren't discussed. That's all there is. I mean, it's. Is the number who, who are we going to do? This is the room we got. Who are we going to take? What's the pecking order look like? And and it it, it appears that we've basically signed a uh, a full group. I think I think the inn is basically full, but uh, you know maybe one spot left, maybe two spots left. 
Jimmy, let me tell everybody about a new podcast that uh, the Locked On Network is going to be putting out there. It's called Locked On Bets. If you're betting on college football or NBA or NFL, whatever, it doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to this new podcast, Locked On Bets, it's hosted by your boy Q. He also hosts the uh, Locked On Raiders podcast. I've had him on this show, and I've been on his show to talk about Henry Ruggs mostly uh, and to talk about Josh Jacobs. He's it's also going to be joined by handicapping expert Lee Sterling. You can get daily picks and quick hitting advice to make the smartest possible wagers. Subscribe to Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. And let me tell everybody about betonline.ag really quickly. You want to go check out this website. If you're if you gamble at all, go to betonline.ag. Sign up We'll get you a promo code here shortly. I, I, I promise you, probably with next week's grouping of podcasts, I'll have a promo code for you. You're going to get a bonus for signing up. And, man, this is this is the place to be. We just – this is a new sponsor for us. I want everybody – if you if you gamble, go try, the, try this site out, betonline.ag. All right, Jimmy, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll wrap up this fabulous recruiting day. Okay, so Jimmy, who's your favorite uh, signee of the day? You know, you and I always do a superlatives uh, blog for Crimson Country Club, a site that we write for occasionally. Um, and so we got I'll, I'll put I'll put out the superlatives and send them to you soon, so we can go back and forth like we always do. But I mean, do you have a favorite signee in this class? I do, and it's it, it's so. Absurd. There, there's so many. I mean, I love a lot of kids in, in the group, but I guess like any, it's Christmas, right? So like any kid at Christmas, I'm going to be obsessed over the brand new, the shiny new toy. And to me, that's Jojo Earl. And I'm extremely excited about Jojo Earl. I had so the no guy clue. Today? I mean, Jojo yeah. Earl. Yeah. But- yeah, my favorite so guy in the whole class. Favorite? I dig it. I love that. Yeah. Favorite guy in the whole class. Yeah. Uh, Jojo um, and it's because um, he play. He, he sort of fills a role that is always exciting to me. I love the do-it-all receiver like Waddle. Um, you know that that that's a great slot receiver, but has fantastic ball skills. Can line up in the slot. Can line up outside. Can line up at running back. Returns punts. Returns kicks. Uh, big time speed and extra gear. No one else has. I mean, those are kind of always my favorite type players and he's got the cool name uh obviously we're going to call him jojo rabbit because it's it's so fits uh his skill set uh he really probably is my favorite but there's so many that i like i don't think we talk about Jalen milrow enough i i, I love Jalen milrow um he's great i love the brockermeyer twins uh, jc latham's gonna be great uh, several defenders I'm a big fan of, Damon Payne, Deontay Lawson, Dallas Turner, and, of course, Kool-Aid. Um, and Kyrie Jackson is the most yeah. talented junior college defensive back I've ever seen um, on tape. So, yeah, I, I love a bunch of them, but JoJo Earl is my favorite. What about you? You know, this is going to be a shock to anybody who's followed this podcast from day one or even back when we were called Talking Tuscaloosa. I called this kid in a game when he was playing for Mobile Christian two years ago in a state championship, and and I was very meh. He's okay, you know. Um, and that's Deontay Lawson. 
he flipped the switch this year. And I, I, I'm so glad he has proven me wrong. I did. I really thought he was going to be, you know, a, a, just a, a dude that shows up and may play some. I didn't see him. Are you counting coins? Literally. Do you have rubles? Uh, there was a bunch of coins in my pocket, so sorry about that. No, I'm, I'm listening to every word. Deontay Lawson. I mean, I, I, I'm, stunned. Like I'm stunned that I'm stunned you're going with Deontay Lawson, but I think it's great. I know, but I think you have like a you must have a, a microphone that's bigger than all get out. You you get every noise you make while you're doing other things, I pick up on and I can usually nail what you're doing. I know and that's amazing to me because uh as everyone knows. Uh, I don't have the best technology. I have. Don't. I, I don't. It's just an iPhone. <laughs> I'm, I'm just on an iPhone. That's it. Oh, God. Okay. Well, anyway, Deontay Lawson, Um, I just felt like a, a switch was flipped with this kid. And I really see him, Jimmy, as a guy that can be a leader of this class, this fabulous class. It, look, here's the thing. Every Alabama class, and you could make the argument every signing class ever, right, for anybody, but I think specifically for the Alabama class, whoever the alpha dog in that class is, has got to be somebody who's a true alpha dog. You can't, in these Nick Saban classes, you can't just be a kind of leader because somebody's going to take you over. Um, and they, you got all these egos to manage. And see, it, I look at it like a, a corporate hierarchy where, the, you know, obviously Saban's at the top, but Saban wants to have uh, uh, some guys right beneath him that he can say, okay, Rolando McLean, make sure that this guy and this guy, you know, are doing the right stuff. I know you've got your own personal set of problems, but on the field, make sure they're doing the right thing. And Rolando McLean could do that. You know, the, the badasses in the various classes could do that. Julio Jones could do that. You know, if he spoke, you listened. And I think Deontay Lawson can be that dude for this class. And there's so many big time alpha dogs in this class. Um, it's going to take a big personality to be the number one guy. And I, I'm hoping Deontay Lawson is that guy, a mobile kid um, who's pretty rough and tumble, who who doesn't mind getting his hands dirty, and who committed to Alabama very early and stayed loyal. I, I just feel like he can be that guy. Oh, he is a super in-the-clubhouse guy. I mean, I know a lot about his personality. I know people that know him. Uh, he is in, He's one of these kids who's great on the field, but it is even better off. And he, he is a leader. And like Ronnie Cottrell, who's his high school head coach, says the thing that uh, he appreciates most about Deontay is here's the best player on the team, and he's the first one there, and he's the last one to leave. I mean, and yeah. that, 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 that's a, this kid is showing up Sabanized, and he's going to fit in really well. Here's another one that I really like, but I, I have no idea where we're going to play him. Um. And that's Kendrick Blackshire, because he he looks like something out of Dungeons and Dragons. Like he looks like the a boss that you have to fight in a video game to like move on to the next level. Um, but I don't know. I mean, and I know everybody's like, "Well, you're going to play him at linebacker, of course." But I mean, he's got a bit of Shane Lee. Um, you wonder if he's going to have the movement and things like that. But he's so built i mean he's just he looks like a sean robinson's older cousin um he's just a, he's just out and uh so you you hope he's not he's he's can still be fluid enough in right. today's game to make the movement i mean look 30 years ago kendrick blackshire would be you wouldn't dick butkus would give him the butkus award now <laughs> he, 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 he would be like the number one in the 80s that guy's like the number one prospect in the nation oh there's no question 
about it. I mean, just, he's all of Muscles and Shit magazine. I mean, he's, he's <laughs> he is he is built. But uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. And another guy that I really like is is Hall, uh, Ajay Hall. Ajay. I, I, he's he seems like a lot of fun. Um, and he he's going to be the I think he might be the talker of this receiving crew, which oh, uh, nice. Big. It's always cool. Or Ja'Cory Brooks. Ja'Cory Brooks could be too. He's kind of active on social media. And then I'm, I'm a big fan of, of Kool-Aid McKinstry uh, oh, because okay. I can play basketball too. And I just feel like he is a uh, Dre Kirkpatrick plus. But- I love that you compare it. I was just about to say the same thing. He's he's the most swaggy defensive back we've had since Dre Kirkpatrick. Uh, Kool-Aid knows he's good. And 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 that's that's the position you want those guys to be at. And I, and I mean it as a compliment. Kool-Aid knows he's good. And and that's a great thing for for you know for a cornerback, and right. he's going to have an opportunity to replace Pat Sertan, and and I mean I think that's the challenge, but but you know he's going to have to earn it because we have a lot of competition and 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 a, and a lot of good young defensive backs, but I think the day Kool Aid gets on campus in January, I think he's an early entry guy. Uh, I, I think the day he gets on campus in January, that's like the challenge, like. Uh, Hey, you replace Pat Sertan, but 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 we expect you to earn it, and we're going to start you at the bottom, and you got to work your way up. But challenge yourself, be a true freshman starter, go replace the number one cornerback taken in the twenty twenty one draft. Yeah, I mean it's it's just a sweet sweet recruiting class. I mean I, this is going to be one of those classes that uh, I almost it, it, you almost hate having it right here because. Um, you you know like the next class while Nick Saban will kick ass at the next class too I just can't imagine the next class being as good as this class this class just puts a smile on my face but um well it's so good all the way over I mean it's it's like it's great on the offensive line I mean the offensive line group's unbelievable the wide receiver group is unbelievable we have a quality quarterback we've got a high quality defensive line we've got, we added to last year's linebacker hall, which is unbelievable, and now uh, and now we've got five DBs uh, that we're adding. Uh, you know, including McKinstry, who's probably the best high school DB in the country, uh, and Kyrie Jackson, the best JUCO DB in the country. And uh, I'm starting to get uh, I'm starting to become a fan late of Callaway. I wasn't sure we took him, but now I, I, I've I've become a big Kadarius Callaway fan, and uh, I, I think he might do some good things. I don't know if he'll be a, an impact guy, but I think uh, a year or two down the road, Callaway might be really good. Uh, David Rasp at Rasp, David said, uh, ready to hear that locked on Bama signing day recap on Twitter. And I just had tweeted at him. Hey, we're doing it now, bro. Just hang tight. We're coming right at you. Yeah. We and can't it- advertise, uh, not, not quite an, an advertiser yet. Uh, but, uh, David Rasp, the owner and proprietor of heroes, uh, two locations at Mobile. Just you know, the best sports bar in Mobile is only hey, uh, run by David Rasp. Yeah, but what I don't understand is why aren't why David Rasp? We're sitting here like everybody else. Let's let's get on board. Let's make this advertising thing. Let's make the magic happen, baby. <laughs> we can. We we are listen. Listen, David Rasp. Here's I got a I got an idea for you, David Rasp. We will do a show from Heroes. We will come to a podcast all day from Heroes, baby. He uh, he would uh, he'd probably be a fan of that. I've I've done a radio show uh, at least once there. Uh, Heroes has a location downtown Mobile and a location right across the street from the University of South Alabama. And uh, Rasp is a big supporter of uh, local football, and uh, 
he loves his Crimson Tide on the uh, on the Twitter. Oh man, what a what a good day! I'm just so happy and th- I'm so happy. I love all of you. I love everybody listening, and I hope you all go to home field of Carol. How strange is it that in three day in three days we play Florida for the SEC championship? It's just so <laughs> and, weird. And, and but see, that's what I was saying, Jimmy. That's the funniest thing is we play them in three days, and I'm I'm infinitely more excited about signing day right now than I am that game. Now Saturday may be different story, but. This is how I feel about recruiting all the time. And I know my wife can understand it. She's like, how are you checking all this shit like in June? And I'm like, well, I've, I've heard that uh, this quarterback's got an offensive lineman who knows Jimmy's mother's cousin. And he thinks that, you know, and I mean, I got to keep up with it. What do you mean to do? I love this stuff. I mean, this is, this is legal stalking. And, I, and I'm, I'm all about it. So... <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna, I mean, and see, I like it when the page flips. To me, it won't flip till February, and I know a lot of people are, are less patient than that, but I like every year when it flips. And by that, I mean, all right, class of 21 done. Now, who are the new kids in 2022? And, and, and the, the whole thing flips, and now we, now we got a whole new national class of, of kids to learn and, uh, and watch their tape and get, get excited about them. So, uh, yeah, I get excited about, all right, let's move on to the – 2022 kids the jeremiah alexanders the robert woodyards those well, dudes to quote matthew mcconaughey the reason i like recruiting so much is i get older and those kids stay the same age <laughs> Yikes. yeah that's that's that was terrible um, all right jimmy we're running out of time buddy so let's say roll tide and when we come back for friday yeah show, coach an sec coach told my wife an sec coach told my wife one time your husband knows way too much about 16-year-old boys. <laughs> By the way, hey, just really quickly, did you see – you may not have seen it, but I had the uh, CBS signing day special thing uh, online, whatever it was, going on in the background during work today. And they actually interviewed Urban Meyer, who looked rather homeless, by the way. I mean, I don't know why, but maybe he's going through something, but like he had a disheveled look about him. And he said – because they asked him, they said, do you guys ever check the recruiting rankings? The, the, the questioner, the, whoever the interviewer. And he said, you know, I'll tell you the truth. He said, yeah, every day I used to come in and I'd look on 24 seven and see who the number one guy is or number four guy is or whatever. He said, yeah, we check them all the time. He said, if coaches tell you they don't check them, they're lying. And I thought that was interesting. You know, Um, that is interesting. And, 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 and it is, and, and they'll all, and most of them will public while they're still coaches will, deny that recruiting rankings uh, that's they all know it because the kids know it and the kids are into it they've got to know it for that reason the kids are really into where they're right you people are crazy if they don't think that's a thing to the kids the ki- the kids are all in they know exactly where they're ranked and they want to move up and they get mad about it and they and and then since the kids are into it the coaches recruiting them and they they all know just what people don't understand is that the, the staff still does their own evaluations. They don't see, oh, he's a five-star on 24-7. Let's get out an offer to him. They don't do that. They watch the tape. They make their own their own decisions. But, you know, Nick Saban says uh, the stars don't matter. They make their own evaluations, which is true. But I bet it's also true that over the past 10 years, Alabama has offered, what, 95% of the five stars on 24-7 have gotten an Alabama offer. That's so. Right. Uh, and, and it's not because, you know, it's a it's not a chicken or the egg thing. It's just that twenty four seven is ranking the kids the same way Alabama is. <laughs> you know, that's, that's right. That's why. It's well, that, and also it's they're piggybacking. 
they're piggybacking a little bit because they're like, okay, wait a minute. Uh, for instance, uh, Keanu Cott on, on our mm-hmm. coat, Keanu Cote, I want to get you said on rivals is a three star. Well, one of the rivals guys like, look, we missed on this guy horribly, but because, and because we didn't have a lot of film and the COVID stuff and couldn't do camps, we didn't know. We just got his, a lot of his senior film in, I promise you he'll be a four star. And th- he said this on Sirius XM today and said that, look, I, he will be a high four star. We misevaluated him. I'm just telling you right off the bat. He says, not a Bama bump. We didn't know where this kid was going. Um, we didn't care, but he's good. So Anyway, that's that. All right. The timer thing's telling me I got to go. So uh, roll tight, everybody. Roll tight.